Hello everyone, and welcome to our program OrthoScience Bites, helping lab professionals stay current in advancements in science and technology to inform trusted patient care. This program is brought to you by Orthoclinical Diagnostics, where our purpose is to improve and save lives with diagnostics because every test is a life. My name is Matt Dawson, Director of Marketing at Orthoclinical Diagnostics, and today we're here to talk a little bit about why convalescent plasma for COVID-19 is so important. To help us with this discussion, I'm joined by Lily Lee, who is the Medical Safety Officer and Director of Medical and Scientific Affairs at Orthoclinical Diagnostics. She has been with Ortho for more than 10 years, and uh, one of her key functions is to support Ortho's transfusion medicine business, as well as their infectious disease franchise. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Lee. Oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'm really glad to have this opportunity to discuss the potential use of uh, convalescent plasma for COVID-19. Uh, as you know, we're still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemics, and the entire healthcare industry is working tirelessly to try to develop innovative tools, whether this is a diagnostic tool or a therapeutic methodology, to save lives and to end the pandemic. Convalescent plasma therapy is one approach that can potentially provide either prophylactic or a therapeutic benefit to COVID-19 patients. And uh, as you know, serological testing play an important role to help to identify the qualified donors for convalescent plasma therapy. So um, today, in the next uh, 10 minutes or so, I would like to discuss with you what convalescent plasma is, how it has been used in many infectious diseases in the past, and uh, what is the uh, main mechanism of action, the pros and cons, or benefit and uh, risks associated with the convalescent plasma therapy, and how it is being used for treating uh, COVID-19 patients so far, and uh, the therapeutic outcomes convalescent plasma has demonstrated in available publications. That sounds really great. So to, to start out with, I think, let's just start with a simple point. What is convalescent plasma? And how has it started to be used in the treating of infectious diseases? Right. Um, convalescent plasma is the liquid portion of the blood that was op uh, obtained from a patient who has uh, recently recovered from a previous infection and who has developed humor immunity or antibody response against the pathogen responsible for the disease. The plasma contains neutralizing antibodies to the pathogen and when transfused to another patient with the same disease, we believe that the specific antibodies can clear the pathogen and control the infection. The use of convalescent plasma to prevent or to treat infectious disease is now new. In fact, the convalescent plasma has been used uh, for different uh, type of uh, infectious disease for many decades. For example, um, it, was, it has been used uh, in the uh, SARS outbreak in 2003. Uh, there were studies reported that patients who treated with convalescent plasma had a shorter hospital stay and a lower mortality rate. There was a uh, meta-analysis report suggests that reduced mortality in SARS patients treated with convalescent plasma was the benefit, and there was really no significant adverse event. Furthermore, in 2014, the use of convalescent plasma was recommended by WHO as an empirical treatment for Ebola. And in 2015, protocol has been established 
for use of convalescent plasma to treat for MERS. In addition, convalescent plasma therapy also being used to control influenza, such as 2009 and the H1N1 outbreak. A prospective cohort study showed that there was a significant reduction in mortality in, um, in the treated patient. And this was associated with the significantly lower viral load. And uh, uh, the good news is that there is still uh, very little adverse event uh, caused by convalescent plasma. So all these observations suggest that uh, uh, there is a therapeutic potential and therapeutic benefit of convalescent plasma for the treatment of infectious disease. However, as for today, we have to admit that clinical efficacy of convalescent plasma in different disease settings um, has not been uh, approved. All the report has rather uh, was were rather anecdotal. So there is still a lack of high quality, large scale, randomized, placebo controlled clinical trials to provide the definitive evidence showing that uh, this uh, is uh, effective in treating uh, infectious disease. So that's a really interesting background. So tell me, how exactly does convalescent plasma therapy work? And what are some of the benefits and maybe some of the risks? That's, uh, that's really a good question. Uh, the main mechanism of action for convalescent plasma, we believe, is a neutralizing antibody that can inhibit viral uh, replication. Uh, these neutralizing antibodies not only can clear the virus and block new infection, we believe that it can also accelerate the clearance of infected cells. In addition, other plasma components may also help to uh, provide a beneficial effect. For example, the plasma can potentially provide coagulation factors that can give, uh, when gave to the patient with hemorrhagic fever, such as Ebola, it will benefit the patient. So although the uh, efficacy of convalescent plasma varies, and we still need a well-controlled study to provide definitive evidence, there are currently concerns that uh, this intervention uh, is uh, useful for emergency use in numerous outbreaks, especially when there is a lack of specific treatment or effective uh, vaccines. In these cases, convalescent plasma can provide a passive immunization to achieve immediate protection for the patient or immediate um, treatment for the patient. Uh, there are multiple advantages of uh, convalescent plasma therapy. For example, large volume can be collected from the donor and one collection can potentially treat multiple patients. The plasma can be frozen and stored for later use. Because we only collect the plasma, there is little impact to the donor's hemoglobin. So convalescent plasma can potentially be collected more frequently. In addition, the uh, recruitment of uh, local donors can offer antibody that is specific to the local strains of that pathogen. So it can provide a more specific treatment effect. And lastly, as you can imagine, donor pool often increased when more patients recovered uh, from, uh, from the infection. However, the use of convalescent plasma is not without risks. Like any blood product, plasma may contain blood-borne pathogens, although the risk is low. Large volume of plasma transfusion may also cause transfusion-related acute uh, lung injury or trolley or other complications. In addition, uh, this is although this is uh, still hypothetical, there is a potential for convalescent plasma to induce antibody D 
dependent enhancement uh, or ADE of infection. This often happens to uh, non-neutralizing antibodies. So um, it is very important to select plasma with a high neutralizing titer. The and European Commission have guidelines regarding the titer that is recommended to ensure high titer convalescent plasma to be used. That's fascinating. Now, how specifically do we think that COVID-19 convalescent plasma may benefit other COVID-19 patients? Today, as we all know, there is a huge amount of effort is dedicated to uh, develop effective treatment for COVID-19. Either this is coming from a pre-existing drug or a new drug candidate. So far, clinical trials demonstrate that uh, dexamethasone and Dancewear uh, both show encouraging uh, efficacies in reducing mortality and improve uh, the time to recovery. However, the main treatment approach at this point is still supportive care, such as oxygen supply or taking care of complications. So there is still a huge unmet need for specific treatment and for the effective vaccine for COVID-19. So because of that, convalescent plasma as a passive immune therapy uh, become a potential candidate that can offer immediate protection or control of SARS-CoV-2 infection via uh, viral neutralization. We believe that's the main mechanism. Studies suggest that convalescent plasma may be more effective if used prophylactically or be given to the patient during early stage of the infection. The hope is that the convalescent plasma may prophylactically protect a high-risk population from getting the infection or may shorten the duration of the uh, illness uh, prevent the disease uh, uh, progression uh, to a, a more severe or critical stage and uh, reduce mortality for uh, COVID-19 patients. So uh, regarding to the donor selection and the convalescent plasma donation, uh, US FDA and the European commissions both published guidelines, documents the collection and the deployment of convalescent plasma used for COVID-19 patient treatment. Um, there are uh, multiple criteria and regulations. So we're not going to discuss this in this podcast, but we hope that we'll expand this topic in uh, our future podcast. So I think that leads to a million dollar question, which is, so does convalescent plasma therapy actually work? And you know, what evidence and content out there is to prove of how effective it is or isn't? Right, that is a million dollar uh, question and everybody is eager to know. Uh, the clinical efficacy of convalescent plasma for treating uh, COVID-19 patients has not been proved by a large-scale randomized placebo-controlled clinical study. We are still waiting for that data. However, um, in the midst of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, convalescent plasma is currently being used in many, many countries, including the U.S., uh, in an investigational setting. Um, there are publications, although uh, there are anecdotal reports, and uh, from a small uncontrolled case series or observational studies that are reporting some uh, outcomes uh, from patients received from uh, received convalescent plasma uh, treatment. The first study re reported was from a group in China by Shen and uh, colleagues. They treated five critically ill COVID-19 patients with convalescent plasma, and all patients shown improved clinical status after the treatment. 
However, as you can imagine, due to the very limited uh, sample size and the study design, uh, there is no definitive conclusion can be drawn from this study. There was another study that 10 severe COVID-19 patients were treated with convalescent plasma. These patients have shown clinical improvement and the improvement uh, of clinical uh, outcomes was associated with the neutralizing viremia. So the new, uh, correlated with the neutralizing activity. So again, this is encouraging. And there are other anecdotal results showing convalescent plasma was generally well tolerated and there were very little uh, side effect. And uh, also most of them shown various degree of clinical improvement. There are several uh, controlled clinical trials on, currently ongoing. And if you're interested, you can find details and more information on the official website, uh, clinicaltrial.gov. The result of these uh, studies will be very important for us to determine if convalescent plasma demonstrates clinical benefit to COVID-19. There was a recent publication on a randomized controlled clinical study with 103 severe or life-threatening COVID-19 patient. This probably is the largest study for COVID-19 uh, patients so far. And uh, 52 out of the 103 patients received the convalescent plasma treatment, and the 51 received the standard of care as controls. The primary goal of this study was to evaluate the speed of recovery. The study didn't uh, reach the recruitment goal because of lack of a patient, so the number wasn't powered for statistical analysis. Although there was a trend for uh, enhanced recovery, in this study, convalescent plasma didn't demonstrate the statistical significant differences in terms of uh, patient recovery within 28 days. So um, it's uh, still inconclusive. Other multiple, uh, other multi-centers and, uh, and randomized clinical trials should provide additional insight to outline what uh, the risk and the benefit and the safety and the efficacy of this treatment for a COVID-19 patient. Uh, because COVID-19 uh, convalescent plasma treatment was not yet being approved for use by the FDA by, or by other regulatory agencies, in the U.S., it is still uh, regulated as the investigational product. So, at the uh, giving uh, COVID-19 patient the convalescent plasma by a healthcare provider must be under an investigation, a new drug application, or an IND. Currently, in the U.S., there are three pathways for access to uh, convalescent plasma. The first one is through clinical trials, which is a traditional pathway to apply for an IMD to support the research. The second way is a single patient emergency IND, which allow a provider to apply for compassionate use uh, in an individual patient with a severe or immediate life-threatening COVID-19 uh, disease. And the third pathway is through the expanded access program led by Mayo Clinic, which is an alternative for uh, use of uh, convalescent plasma for patients with a serious or immediate life-threatening uh, COVID-19 disease who are not eligible or who are unable to participate in a randomized clinical trial. And FDA has worked with multiple federal partners and academia 
to open this mass uh, protocol to facilitate uh, access to COVID-19 convalescent plasma treatment. So you will find more information on the website www.uscovidplasma.org. That is the end of today's discussion. Dr. Lee, I wanted to thank you again for taking the time to speak with us and to share your expertise and the work you've done to find this great information for us. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity. Great. So everyone, I hope you enjoyed the discussion of the use of convalescent plasma as a potential treatment for COVID-19. If you're looking for more information or more data, we have attached additional reading materials and references in the podcast description for you to review at your own leisure and interest. So now based on podcasts today, I would leave you with the orthopop quiz. Do you remember what the three pathways for access to convalescent plasma are? If you know, you listen closely. If not, uh, go back and check the podcast. So thank you again for listening and please subscribe to our OrthoScience Bites, our monthly podcast. We're going to keep putting more of these out. We'll be discussing more complex questions that we face every day in our labs. Brought to you by Orthoclinical Diagnostics, pioneering advances in diagnostics for 75 years because every test is a life. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you.